Simon, I can never compete with you in your food knowledge. You've travelled the world. Mainly from my desk looking at books, you mean? <laughs> yes, but so many <laughs> wonderful books. I mean, you've travelled Europe, you've lived in Spain and France and Italy and, of course, visited those countries numerous times from your home in England before relocating here. Yes, that's true. dirty Geelong. Well, now, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. But the one way I can <laughs> compete is through Japanese food because my mum is Japanese, I've visited there countless times and I have a deep abiding love for Japanese food. Yeah, it's not competing, you mean you win outright. Oh, that's not true, but thank you for saying that. So today a requested recipe is for one of those meals that you get when you go to a Japanese Japanese restaurant that you think is way too hard to cook at home. Mm-hmm. But the secret is out. It is so easy. So strap yourselves in. This is your five minute food fix. I love it when you go to a Japanese restaurant, you order something and you just think, this is so ridiculously over the top. I can never make it at home. Yes, but then you find out. It's actually pretty easy. Okay, one thing I do not try at home is sashimi. Oh, yeah. I get them to make it at the fishmonger and bring it home or I bring it home from the Japanese restaurant. But, you know, you're supposed to be an artist to make sashimi. Yeah, I've trained for years. Trained for years. To cut it with a bright knife. Yes, and specific pieces of the fish, not just any random chunk of fish. It's, you know. One thing, though, that is super easy is miso eggplant. And one of my favourite Japanese dishes. So lovely, isn't it? It's really good. And if you're a bit eggplant sceptical, you know, which I think a lot of people are, it can be a little bit polarising as a vegetable. Mm. This particular method of cooking seems to really do away with the textures that people find challenging. Yeah, and really emphasises that lovely creamy nature to the eggplant and kind of, oh, it's so charred and gorgeous and so delicious. And also the way that the skin gets kind of crackly. crackly. Yes. Okay, so what can you do wrong and what can you do right with the eggplant? Well, the trick is to cook it for long enough. So you don't want it underdone, do you? You don't want to be sort of chewing on it. No, the moment the eggplant feels a little bit rubbery (laughs) is the moment that dinner is a disappointment. True. If it was a different podcast, I'd call that moment a boner killer. <laughs> but it's not that podcast. It's not, and we're not adding the eggplant emoji. Here, you, me. <laughs> so what you need to do to know that you've tipped into the territory where it is that sort of creamy, delicious and very much cooked eggplant is to use your powers of observation. We talk about this a lot, but yes. you need to trust what you're seeing. So you need to be watching what's going on with your eggplant. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to get four eggplants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. halve them. They're, you want sort of a medium size, not not something that you could use as a weapon, yes. but not something that you could hide as an Easter egg either. So something in that kind of medium range. Halve it and then brush it with oil. We're mm-hmm. also going to cut a little crisscross into the halved side. Yeah. And do you know what I mean by that? I do. You mean sort of diagonal lines one way and then diagonal lines the other way to make a bit of a lattice type That's thing. That's right. Yeah. Like yeah. a crosshatch, I think. Yeah, is crosshatch pattern. Art, art that terms. sounds good. Yeah, and, and not too fine. So maybe a centimetre kind of wide pieces and then brush both sides of the eggplant with oil. So I just use a grapeseed plain oil. You use whatever you've got to hand, but not sesame oil. I think that's going to be too overpowering. Something quite plain. And then either barbecue it if you have a barbecue or use your grill hot plate. Okay. Yeah, so get it into a situation where you kind of set it and forget it. Okay. And this is where I do believe in using a timer because you can be tempted to kind of rush it, but you don't want to. So start with skin side down and barbecue that for about eight minutes. Set your timer so you trust yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then after eight minutes, you want to flip it over and 
kind of keep it covered up if it's your barbecue for another eight minutes. If you can, make the glaze while cooking. I was waiting for you to get to that bit. It's my <laughs> favourite bit of... It's good, right? Yeah. But I find because I'm so easily distracted, sometimes it's better to make the glaze before you even start, mm. before you even warm up the barbecue. And it's basically two tablespoons of mirin. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know mirin, it's it's really easy to find. It's in Woolies and Coles. It's in your Asian food section, but it's basically like a sweet wine and it's very high in sugar. So it's sort of it's a sugar substitute, like a tomato sauce sauce might yeah. be, keek, cap, manis, you know, sometimes those sauces are basically just stand-ins for sugar. Two tablespoons of sake, a tablespoon of sugar, again, so more sugar, and then two tablespoons of white miso paste. Yes. It's a bit of a misnomer, the idea of white miso paste, because it's a tan colour. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not. I was going to ask, <laughs> is the white miso paste crucial because there's different types? And there's yeah, yeah. It, it really does have a distinctly different flavour to say red or dark brown. So yeah. just look for the white one, which is the most common one. It's, you'll be able to find it. So you want to kind of mush, mush all that up into a nice glazy sauce, but you don't add it right away. So back to those powers of observation, when the eggplant is looking cooked and pretty close to being done, then you flip it back to skin side down and then you brush that glaze over the cut side. Lovely. It's got that thatching on it and it will sink in a bit. Yes. And it will start to cook. But because of the high sugar content, there's a potential for burning, which is why you wait until the last three or so minutes to add it. To add it Mm -hmm. then on the end. So then you give it another three or so minutes, take it off, sprinkle over some sesame seeds and serve. Oh, that sounds so good. I want that for lunch. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> and imagine it though, if you're a vegetarian, it's completely vegan yeah. and you can hop in there with a knife and fork if you want, like yeah. just really sort of turn it into a meaty, delicious. And if you're having it at the main, would you serve it with anything? Would you, bit of rice? Salmon. Oh, salmon. definitely some rice. Yeah. And maybe if you've bought some of that, you know, that pickled seaweed that's sort of. Yes. Like yes. A little blob of that as well. Perfection. This has been your five-minute food fix. Look for our recipes in the show notes and, of course, on TikTok and Instagram. We've got a presence there as well.